welcome to another episode of the SheFi Podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the season seven finale of The Walking Dead. Yay! Yay! And mm-hmm. we're Sarah and Amy. Hi. Also, by the way, before we begin, spoilers. Spoilers. So, major spoilers. Major spoilers. So watch this after you've seen the season seven finale of yes. The Walking Dead. <laughs> And it's a good one, so... It is, it was really good. So, yeah, I guess we should start with one of the biggest um, events from the episode, Uh, Sasha. What did you think about Uh, that? Well, the thing is, as soon as I saw, like, um, the rumors starting about her going to be playing lead character of Star Trek Discovery, I was like, I know who's dying this season. Yeah, I had the same thought. (laughs) I... I, like, knew it um, with that Rosita little uh, excursion between the two of them. It did yeah. start to make me kind of, like, rethink it a little bit because mm-hmm. um, I thought, you know, I saw Rosita uh, get stuck um, stopped by somebody that looked like Daryl, but it wasn't Daryl because Daryl was with the group. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. And then Sasha, of course, does that kamikaze mission to yeah to basically assassinate Negan. I'm like, come on, that's yeah. you know something has to happen with that. <laughs> yeah, but is it going to end up the way Carl's did? Yeah, and it could have mm-hmm. because Negan really liked her. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think he he respected her. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she had those large woman balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not that saying was it funny. <laughs> large, uh, yeah, large lady balls. So yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was. I had the same reaction when I heard the news about Star Trek, but I kind of like forgot about it over the course of the season, or like pushed it to the back of my brain because the way that they really developed um, Sasha's friendship with uh, with Maggie, it was just it was really sweet, and they just had this really solid thing, and you became so invested in. Sasha's story so even though I kind of suspected it was going to happen it was still um kind of traumatic <laughs> well that's also um partly why I was start. I was believing that she was going to die because yeah they, they do have a history of doing that yeah sure. they make you fall in love with the character and just when it everything seems perfect and good yeah. in some ways about you know like you know they're talking a lot about Sasha why are they you know she's becoming a little more, um, she's being revealed more in the story a little mm-hmm. more because, well, because they're sending, okay. it's a nice send off, you know, Hey, yeah. let's explore this character together before we lose her. Let's yeah. look at what we loved about her. Let's look at how heroic she was. Let's, you know? Yeah. And they did the same thing with Beth and they spent a lot of time on Beth's story and developing her friendship with Daryl. And then it was, completely devastating <laughs> she died and abraham they kind of did it with yeah the death is more is more meaningful yeah um, once they you know because it's they could have just killed off like think about it when they kill off like a random character you're like eh, that sucks but oh well yeah you know, but like when glenn died i was like no <laughs> How dare you? I know people that stopped watching the show mm-hmm. because they killed off Glenn. You yeah. know, it just has the death has to have an impact. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so they build up the character, 
They they make you invested in the character, and then they <laughs> they kill him. <laughs> yeah, they, pretty much they play with your emotions. They just like you know pull out your heart. Yeah, the show is and, really good at that. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you know another thing is like wasn't logical because you know um you know I'll read about things about what it takes to make a a creative TV show, and it seems like um. It takes sometimes those actors are out there working twelve to fourteen hour days, like yeah. fourteen hour days on yeah. one TV show. Yeah, how is she going to juggle <laughs> shows? Yeah. Fourteen hours on The Walking Dead set, and then fourteen hours on Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, the eight hour workday. There's only twenty four hours in a day. Yeah, so just <laughs> like there's no like way <laughs> she can't do two shows at once. Yeah. You know, no way that's possible. So, <laughs> poor Sasha. It was in it is yeah, pretty much in it inevitable. So, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It did give Eugene a chance to sort of somewhat redeem himself. Um, yeah. he's been he's been such a coward this whole season. But oh. <laughs> poor Eugene. <laughs> but he did kind of by by giving um, Sasha the pill that she swallowed to kill herself. He, I think, he had to know that Negan would have suspected him. And there is that scene near the end where Negan is talking to him about like, oh, I wonder how Sasha died, and and uh, Eugene is like, oh, she probably just ran out of air. And Negan's like, maybe. And I think Eugene had to know that that Negan would have suspected him, and and he did it anyway. So I, he's, I hope that he's kind of making a comeback, making amends a little bit. <laughs> oh, that Eugene! Yeah, he's basically <laughs> the Gaius Baltar of <laughs> The Walking Dead. It's true. Yeah. It is true. And like, Gaius Baltar, like I just, I always wanted him so badly to like step up. And do the right thing, because you knew he wanted to. And it's the same with Eugene. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah has a soft spot for those those kind of morally gray characters that they're not maliciously evil. Yeah. But they're such cowards that they just can't always stand up for the right side, even though they <laughs> want to be. Yeah. I always well, felt the same way about Topher Brink from Dollhouse. He was the same way, and I always really liked him. I'm like, come on, Topher, just step it up. <laughs> Makes for a great character, though. That's it does. Like a it's a good character conflict. Mm-hmm. That morally gray, you know, he's not all one thing. Because, no, who's one thing in life? You yeah. know, everyone has their bad days. Everyone has, you know, their flaws and their imperfections. Yeah. You know? It's interesting when you can give characters those dimensions. Yeah, surely. It does make make them for more interesting characters, you know? Like, I do feel bad for Eugene a little bit, uh, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I know. you're going to be <laughs> such a spineless, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's like you feel bad for him, but then just some of the stuff he does, you're like, what are you doing? I know. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I saw Sasha's face. You could tell she was just like... Uh, rolling, um, like, you know, yeah. roll, shaking her head, like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, how are you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the funny thing is, though, that, you know, in real life, there's, there's uh, I think we've got more 
We've got more Eugenes probably in our world mm-hmm. than we Sasha's. Yeah, that's probably true. You know? <laughs> it's hard to be a Sasha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes a special, special type. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I saw Eugene at first, I'm like, okay, he's going in, going along with it because he's got to be, you know, he's got to protect himself and, and persevere. He's just trying to keep himself alive. But then when they came to take him and he didn't want to go, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, is he really Negan now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so sad. So sad. sad. And did you see Rick's face when uh, Eugene came to warn them? And yeah. then Rick. <laughs> yeah. Rick was just like, ugh. <laughs> Eugene's all, I'm Negan. Yeah. Oh, poor Rick. It looked like someone just kind of threw his heart, you know, ripped yeah. his heart out. Yeah. Like, Eugene has had opportunities, plenty of opportunities to backtrack and kind of grow a spine and do the right thing, and he hasn't done it. And no. so in this episode, like, I think maybe he did to some degree, because I do think he had to figure out that Negan would catch on at some point or suspect. But, yeah, mm-hmm. up until now, like, there have been plenty of opportunities, and he's just totally wussed out. <laughs> you, do make a, you do make a good point, because remember this, um, the, Negan's wives asked yeah. him to make a pill, and mm-hmm. he created the pill, and he would not give it to them. Yeah, to for that reason. Because mm-hmm. he knew that it would get back to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trace that pill back to him. Yeah. So he's like, no, I'm, I'm not giving it. I'm not doing that. I'm not getting myself in trouble in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's true. He knew that there was a chance um, that pill could be traced back to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had with Dwight, too. Like, it was an interesting episode for some of these kind of less lovable characters. <laughs> yeah. You had that moment at the end where um, Daryl finds that little figurine of Dwight's and it says, Did, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that means that Dwight might be coming over to their side like he really didn't know what was going on with Negan and, and maybe Negan didn't have him in his inner circle as much as we thought that he did. And so maybe Dwight is starting to make a transition over to Team Rick a little bit more. Hopefully. I mean, he I did in the, in the final episode. He did. He was working with them. But is he really reliable? We don't know. But maybe that moment meant that he's, maybe he will actually be reliable moving forward. I think he is. Um, and it's because of something I saw on, like, the Talking Dead. Because um, they were talking about him, Dwight, as, a character, as his character arc. And um, so his, um, his girlfriend, who's now Negan's wife... <laughs> So, from what they were talking about was that she, um, he was being part of Negan's group in order to protect her. Yeah, like, that's true. Because he wasn't. They were trying to escape Negan, and they got captured and whatnot. And, um, when they're, they're trying to leave Negan, they're trying to help um, the um, you know, his wife's sister because she was ill, and they were, you know, trying to all escape. Um. And then, the, of course, he, he got the, the three of them back. Um, basically, they needed to, he was going to, he made the wife, you know, Dwight's wife be, become his wife instead. Mm-hmm. And Dwight stayed around as one of Negan's men 
in order to make sure his, you know, his beloved was safe. Yeah. And she escaped. Yeah. So what reason does he have to be there? Yeah, mm-hmm. and after and as soon as she escaped, the very ne- what's the very next thing he does? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> hey, Rick, I want to help you guys. Yeah, you know? that's true. So <laughs> I think, like, yeah, as, as long as, um, and I, I feel like, you know, on that note that she wrote when he went to look for her. Yeah, and oh, that was so house, sad. I know, <laughs> that was so sad. And he finds that note um, from her that, you know, hey, if we had ever run into trouble, I know that we would run, you know, we would meet here, you know, and then, you know, you bring a beer and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, bring us a six pack of beer and we'd like, you know, meet up and, you know, escape together. But now I know that you've changed and yeah. to a different man and I know it's because of me and you did it to protect me. Yeah. Oh. You've changed into this man that I hardly recognize, mm-hmm. you know, and I fell in love with the man that was good. So he's trying to, I think he's trying to redeem himself and become that man again. Cause everything I think he did, he did it for her. Yeah. I think you're right. Cause you know, with Eugene, obviously he's doing it just to protect himself. Um, mm-hmm. and hopefully he's redeeming himself a little bit here, but he's doing it all just for himself. But I think you're right. With Dwight, it wasn't like that. He was doing it to protect her, and now that she's made it out, he has a chance to to turn things around, I think. Become the man he used to be. Aw, exactly. Aw. And maybe she'll come back, and they'll end up together um, again. <laughs> although it's looking like she kind of has um, eyes for Daryl. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> Aw, Daryl. Uh, important thing that we should discuss is like that um, that moment and I think this was like for me everything was building up to this moment it was like the best part of the whole episode Um, so after the trash people betrayed them what what are they called like the heapsters people are calling them the garbage (laughs) pail and all those names but yeah, after they got betrayed by the Heapsters, you know, and Rick and his crew find themselves kind of like at the, you know, the other end of the barrel there, um, guns pointing at their heads. And Negan says, he comes over, he's got Rick and he's got Carl, and he's telling, he's telling Rick, I'm going to kill Carl. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to bash his head in with my baseball bat. Yeah. And it looked so much like the earlier scene where he was about to, like he was saying he was going to chop off Carl's arm. Like it was just, there were visually just so many parallels with that scene. And here they are back again in the same kind of moment. Yeah, I mm-hmm. saw the parallels to um, to Glenn. Yeah, that too. And I guess the reason for me seeing that is because, you know, could they really kill Glenn? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they did. They killed yeah. Glenn. Like, there's nothing. So it, you know, it's not like you're watching this thinking, oh, Carl's going to get away. Yeah. It's, it's likely he's going to get his head bashed in. Yeah. If they could do it to Glenn, they can do it to Carl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean. Yeah, that's true. And then right <laughs> at that moment, he's getting yeah. ready to bash in Carl's head. And then Shiva leaps into action. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I, 
Like, Negan was, like, mid-swing. He was going to do it. <laughs> I know. And when and when Shiva leaped right into action, as soon as I saw Shiva in the air, <laughs> I, I screamed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, screamed. I didn't even have control over the scream. I wasn't even efforting to scream. I just kept walking. And then I hear the sound. And it's coming for me. <laughs> You're like, wait, was that me? That was me. <laughs> I just, like, right in the middle of my scream, I realized I was screaming. I was just so... <sighs> yeah, that was a pretty amazing moment. <laughs> Such an amazing moment. Oh, my God. And, and then, then Zeke leaps on. <laughs> yes, and then it, it shows the camera goes to Ezekiel, and he's like, Alexandria will not fall. Today. <laughs> it was such a perfect line because it was out of some like classical play or something. I know. <laughs> and that is totally Ezekiel's um, yeah. character personality. That's like uh, yeah, at least exactly he, what he would say. <laughs> yeah, that's his whole persona. That's like, you know, he, <laughs> that part is just perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, and then next you got Maggie leading yeah. Hilltop, joining the fight. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's I love yeah. Maggie. yeah. I really think of her as the leader of Hilltop now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I feel like she is too. People, she's won people over to her side more. I think, and not not necessarily that it, they weren't on her side at Hilltop before, but I think that she's. I feel like she's inspiring people. And then Michonne, there were so many just really powerful moments. Michonne, like, for a while we thought maybe she was dead. Oh, my God. I was like, no, they can't. They can't take Michonne. They just took Sasha. They can't take Michonne, too. Yeah. That would have been too much and horrible. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, her head. Yeah. And, like, her eye was all swollen. I was like, oh. No. (laughs) So good. Crazy. It was it was a really good finale episode. It was really what a finale should be, I think. It was mm-hmm. a, everything really sort of came to a head in a powerful way and there were lots of really powerful moments and characters stepping up and like characters having to make decisions and it was it was really good. It was what you want to see in a finale. Yeah, I think um I and they did play a lot with Rick's character arc there. Mm-hmm. You know, they have yeah. him being very kind of uh, subservient to yeah. Negan in mm-hmm. the beginning because, you know, I mean, that was that was pretty frightening. He saw, you know, two of his friends die, and then and then he, um, Negan threatened to, like, chop off um, Carl's hand, so that was mm-hmm. very frightening. But he did, he came around, and yeah. when he did think that Negan was going to just totally kill Carl, yeah. You know, I, I would have freaked out. Yeah. He didn't. I guess they, you know, they, I think they all knew what the risks were. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I think all, so. And I think he really loves Carl. He wouldn't want that to happen to Carl. But I think he had to kind of um, make peace with whatever happened. Yeah, he knew he couldn't just allow Negan to, to go on. Oh, because they couldn't really live that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was intolerable Mm -hmm. and it was um 
a good conclusion to the season for Rick, because like you were saying, he started the season like totally kowtowing to Negan. And then in, in the finale, like he's Negan is actually saying, like, I'm going to kill Carl. And 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 Rick was like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill all your people. And he's like, it might not happen today or tomorrow, but I said I was going to kill you and I'm going to do it. And it was just this really strong moment and completely different from what we saw from him in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Truly. Really, yeah. Yeah, it was hard to see Rick like that. I know. It was really hard. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad we made it through that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was was good because that, like, well, the mid-season finale, we saw Rick had really, he had hit that point where he had turned it around. And he had decided he was going to go after Negan. And now we get to see him really carrying that out. And it was was nice to see. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it was definitely nice to see. Um... What was also kind of a nice thing was um, that it was, um, they did kind of a, mer- a, me- a remembrance of Glenn. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. They they kept mentioning Glenn and Glenn's importance. Yeah. They, Maggie had, a, at the very, very end, Maggie had Glenn's watch. And mm. somewhere in the episode, someone was saying, Glenn is very, very vital to the family that's that's yes. been created with Rick and his group. Mm-hmm. Because had Glenn not helped out Rick on that day in the beginning of um, you know, of the story, Rick would not have survived and he yeah. would not have brought the group together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that was really sweet at the end, but um mm-hmm. kind of Maggie's tribute to, to Glenn and saying that it was you know, they were all, there was part of it, there was one line where she said something like, um, we would have just been strangers who just passed each other on the street before the world end, but ended, but because of yeah. Glenn, we're, like, basically family. That was beautiful. That was yeah. really sweet. Aw. I want there to be a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> After all this Walking Dead, we'd be prepared. I know, huh? <laughs> Probably figured out how to kill a zombie, I think. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is the zombies seem to be the um, least threatening thing in the yeah, show these days. <laughs> it's true. That's what's so great about The Walking Dead. The zombies are really just kind of a device, and it's so much more exploration of the character interaction. Yeah. They could call it apocalypse with a side of zombie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the new name of the show should be. Because, <laughs> yeah, really, it's it's really just about these um, different groups or tribes or communities um, in their kind of relations with one another and, yeah. you know, and their lack of relations with one another and, mm-hmm. and the tensions that come and break out. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, how do these characters react in really extreme circumstances? Mm-hmm. Surely. You know, like, I, you know, Negan, that's a character that's realistic in a situation like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I could see someone being like Negan in that situation, for sure, yeah. unfortunately. I mean, you could see it just in, um, you know, world politics in yeah. general, people trying to come to the top, but, you know, there are certain, um, you know, policies in place and certain... Um, structures in place that 
that prevents them from going all out Negan, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Those things had toppled and, and the world as we knew it collapsed. Yeah. Certainly someone, there would be a Negan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to rise to the top and yeah. become, um, you know, yeah. some author- you know, authoritarian figure. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to take him out. <laughs> yeah. Would we have, would uh, there be a Rick as well? And a Sasha? Would we have characters like that? It really does represent all the types of people or we would see in a situation when, if there was like no structures holding things yeah. in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If, it, if, you, if we all were just kind of like fending for ourselves, what would it be like? Mm-hmm. There would be a Negan. Perhaps there would be some Ricks, some Sashas, some Maggies. Definitely there'd be tons of Eugenes. <laughs> yeah. And another character that I'm really liking, and they just introduced him this season, is I really like King Ezekiel. Yeah, I do too. And I love Shiva. I might love I Shiva maybe a little bit more than King Ezekiel. He's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, but th- he's such a great character, you know, and he came from... Um, Kind of a beginning where he was just trying to keep diplomacy with the saviors and with Negan. Um, But he really kind of, his character arc changed as well. Especially, you know, at that beginning, he's like, no, we need to keep the peace. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want my people having to die in a battle. Yeah. To being the guy that yells out, Alexandria will not fall today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he really did have a a pretty significant arc. Um, Yeah, because he was faced with that challenge and whether to to step up and take action or to just kind of hold back and do the thing that might be safer, but in the long run wouldn't wouldn't make for the kind of world they really wanted. And And he did it. He rose to the occasion. Yeah. You know, um... He's got that kind of interesting relationship with Carol going. Yeah. Um, he also has that with Daryl as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's obvious he likes, uh, King Ezekiel likes Carol because he keeps bringing her, you know, nice treats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just happens to be walking. Oh, we were just passing by. <laughs> Bring you this. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. He's got a Carol crush. Aww. Carol's awesome. She is. She's, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I love that one description that Guy said about Carol um, several episodes back when um, uh, he was going to use Carol as as bait mm, um, mm-hmm. get her in trouble with, like, the saviors and then um, in order to spur on King Ezekiel to decide to, you know, yeah. Go to war with the saviors. Um, and he was describing Carol to Daryl, talking about, oh, she's, you know, she's <laughs> ass. Yeah. Tougher than you mm-hmm. and me. Anybody here, she's probably like this total badass woman in, that lives in the woods, you know, not too far away. And yeah. it was great to hear, you know, because I remember her beginnings. She was just yeah. this... Uh, Kind of She's this had the, the biggest transform transformation of any of them, I think. Mm-hmm. 
and even she went this season. Yeah, from a battered housewife in the very beginning of the show to this like super bad- badass character. character. Yeah, <laughs> character and that yeah people are would have to think twice about even you know yeah you know <laughs> challenging so. She's, yeah, well, she's, you know, she's definitely come a long way. Yeah. All of And she really is another one who rose to the occasion this season, because um, she had that moment where she just wanted to kind of go live in the woods, and she felt kind of, lo- like, uncertain about who she was and who she had become. And But she, she came back in, and she mm. helped with the, she came back in and rejoined the fight. And she could have just sort of stayed off by herself like she was planning to do, but but she didn't. She came back for everyone. Yeah. Well, when um, people that she loves are in danger, yeah. known to, to show up, you know? Yeah. There's so many great characters on this show. I know. Every single, I can't think of a character that's part of the main crew that hasn't um, made some kind of impact. On yeah, me. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us um, for the She Fight podcast on the season 7 finale of The Walking Dead um, I hope you enjoyed what we had to say please feel free to leave us any comments um, you know and share your thoughts and opinions about you know the season finale which I thought was phenomenal yeah I did too um, <laughs> also be sure to um Check out our um, our website, shefi.com. Also, we have a Redbubble store. Um, it's Shefi Redbubble store. If you go to Redbubble and you go to the search box and you type in S-H-E-Fi, you'll find us. Lots of awesome stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, um, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.